Hello and welcome back to the TTOT, Tani Talks Occupational Therapy, OT standing for Occupational Therapy or On Target, overtime working aside from the day job working for the city, public schools, pediatrics, hopefully different topics, ideas, suggestions or the like that hopefully can help you or someone you know. This is going to be our last episode before we take our spring recess, our spring break, our Pesach break, our Passover break, whatever you want to call it. There are two times throughout the year. I usually take an official break, like there are shows who take months breaks. I try not to do that. Try to make it through the school year, except for, of course, the winter hiatus for a good number of weeks, and then spring hiatus for hopefully a couple of weeks. God willing, hopefully we'll come back after Passover, after Pesach, after that. So this will be the episode that will lead us through Pesach, Passover, God willing. Also, the Pirkei Elvis, the Ethics of the Father show, we're going to take a break as well. Mirza Hashem, God willing. So when we think about Pesach, we think about Passover, I like talking about it each year, as we come to it, especially talking about the holiday. It's a holiday about freedom. What's real freedom? What's the Exodus about? We were slaves in Egypt, the Jewish people, for hundreds of years, for really 210 years. As the, the phrase tells us, Redu, when Jacob, Yaakov tells his, his children to go down because of the famine that was severe in the land, they don't want to be conspicuous. They don't want to be showing themselves to others that they have food when no one else does. Of course, Joseph Yosef is the ruler, and the brothers don't know this. Of course, there's a beautiful reunion with the brothers and Yosef, and then with Yosef and Yaakov. They go down, and the Jewish people are there for 210 years of backbreaking slave labor. It might have been longer that they weren't enslaved in such harsh conditions, but they were strangers since the birth of Isaac for 400-year prophecy. And when they were led free, Moshe goes to Paro and brings ten plagues with his brother Aaron. Aaron, of course, Hashem, God, the one true king, bringing all of this to the Egyptians and showing the whole world that the strength, the splendor, the might is really God's and God's alone. And then they go out of Egypt with an outstretched hand, an upright hand during the daytime, even though Paro wanted them really out as fast as possible, running after them in his pajamas. Paro in pajamas in the middle of the night. But really, they went during the day. They didn't have time to let their dough rise, which is the main reason we have the flatbread matzah, which is not bread. You're not allowed to have bread on Pesach, on Passover. It is the flat cake, and it's 18 minutes. You can't let it rise for even a second longer than 18 minutes because the Jews were rushed out of Egypt. They went out with an upright, outstretched arm, thanks to God and his miracles. And of course, when the Egyptians started pursuing them because Paro had a change of heart, and what did I do? I can't believe I let them go, all of these kids... All of these people, the 3 million people, it probably was 600,000 males between 20 and 60. And if you encounter people younger than that, older than that, babies, wives, children, it probably was 3 million or so. A lot of people leaving. They come and they encounter the sea, the yams of the Sea of Reeds. They're terrified. They look to Moses, the leader, and they say, what's going to be done? What's going to happen? And Moshe looks to Hashem, to God, and, and God says, I will take care of this, of course. God lets them go through the Sea of Reeds with dry land. Many miracles happen. We talk about in the Haggadah, which is basically the storytelling an, an anthology that we go through on Seder night, on night one and night two of Passover. We go through the whole story of our beginnings and amazing, amazing stuff in that. It's worth it to go through it and read it in English if you have time ever. 
And then we talk about how there were many miracles at the sea. And of course, Hashem, God, closed the water on the Egyptians, caused them to all perish, except for Paro, maybe. He might have been allowed to, to stay alive so he could go back to Egypt and tell them all the wonders and the might that Hashem did. And then we celebrate all those things, the carbon Pesach, with our freedom. We have the Mara that reminds us of the bitter tears we cried in Egypt over the terrible things they did to us, including infanticide and many other terrible, terrible, terrible things. And we think about the, the, the matzah that we don't have time for it to even rise. And we think about the Pesach, how Hashem passed over the different houses to save the Jews. We have many different elements, many beautiful elements. The charosas, which reminds us of the brick and the mortar that the, 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 the people were made to make by Paro and his men. And we think about all these things, the baits of the egg that reminds us that the world is round and turns around. There are many different elements you could think about. Passover is a beautiful holiday. Of course, it's very anxiety-provoking to get ready for it. You're supposed to clean the house of all leaven and clean it out and switch over the... The stove and the oven, clean out the fridge, clean out the car, things that we've done, thank God. We dry mop the other floors we talked about. And God willing, usually the last few days, that last Sunday, I usually save to switch over the sink, switch over the oven and the stove top, and to cover the counters after cleaning them. That's usually the last thing. And then you can't have leaven those few days before Pesach starts. Keep it out of the house. We already cleaned the, the car as well. And those are things involved in Pesach. It's a beautiful, beautiful holiday. All the Jewish holidays, by the way, are very, very beautiful. Hanukkah, of course, is my favorite. We talk about that in the middle of the year, in the winter time, in high time of winter. But when we come to Pesach, it's, it behooves us to think about this beautiful story. And I know many different ways of life and many different religions have their own things to celebrate. But I, myself, being an Orthodox Jew, it always behooves us to think how wonderful Pesach is and how beautiful it is. We have special types of foods. We only eat the non-leavened food stuff made from potato flour, potato starch, or matzo, or matzo flour. I actually think matzo brai, which is a beautiful, beautiful food, so delicious. It's a play on pancakes. It almost tastes like scrambled pancakes almost in a way. I like it sweet with syrup. My wife likes it with salt, of course, but involving a lot of eggs and a lot of matzo. There's matzo pizza. They still have very ingenious ways to make blintzes and French toast and pancakes. We don't go hungry on, on Pesach. Don't worry. There's just different ways to eating things. And then after the week, we bring back all the rest of the stuff, bagels and bread and everything like that. But that's the idea of Passover, a little tiny snippet of Passover in a nutshell. That's the OT perspective for the day to help you get you on your way and through the spring break, the Passover break, God willing. We will come back after Pesach, after Passover. Have a great spring break. Have a wonderful, wonderful hiatus, and God willing, we'll see you back here on the TTOT, and I'm your host, Tani.